1: Feel it coming in the air, yeah. And the screams from everywhere. Yeah. I'm addicted to the thrill. I'm ready. It's a dangerous Shout. love affair. Come on. Can't be scared when it goes down. Got a problem? Tell me Shout. now. Only thing that's on my mind is moving on this town tonight.
2: Hey, welcome to the Corner Last with Sports Talk. We are live on a Tuesday morning. It is 9 a.m. 12. Noon Eastern Standard Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Uh, we got a live show, as I said. It's a uh, great day in Arizona. I got Alex in the studio with me. No Deborah debris. Uh, Deborah is in Dallas, uh, moonlighting on us. She hasn't. Yeah. She's doing some other radio show. But uh, you know, it's us. We are gonna keep the show going till she get back next week, and we we have a a lot more things to talk about. We'll get the um, mental part of uh, this show. When she gets back, even though we we might try to pull it off in the meantime. But there's a lot of talk about Alex. We got the um, press conference from Tim Tebow, which is amazing. I want to get your opinion on that, which is amazing that, you know, this guy's a backup. We got uh, Bill um, Parcells, possibly the new head coach. Uh, There's probably like a 50 50 chance that he'd be the new head coach for the uh, only for a year Mm -hmm. of the New Orleans Saints, which I think is, and we'll get into that. It's a pretty good idea. First, and foremost though congratulations to the University of Kansas for getting back to another final four. Now how's your bracket? Uh I've got everyone right so far. <laughs> yeah. So right. uh
3: no it's, it's 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 shattered. It's horrible. But I did pick Kansas I, I put Kansas in the championship game. Uh I had them against
2: actually Florida State, but that's not exactly going to happen. So I think the brackets were they were done when uh, Norfolk State when they beat Missouri, yeah,
3: it was funny. But everything else was pretty much chalk. Like all the in the first round, except for Ohio beating.
2: Um, it escaped me right now. See uh, They beat the. Um, I don't I care uh, who remember. they just beat. Ohio State just beat. You got the computer. No, no,
3: no, no, no. Laptop. Ohio okay. University in the first round. Oh,
2: Ohio University. Oh, so I don't. I don't uh,
3: but they were the 13 seed that they got out. But everything else was pretty much chalk. Uh, the whole, uh, the yeah. whole first round, except for the two 15 seeds winning. What is? Oh, it? they
2: beat them. They beat Michigan. Beat Michigan. Yeah. yeah. What is it though? Is it the Every 10 seed or is it every 13 seed that gets to the Final Four or something like that, or gets to the Sweet 16? It's, it's something like that. That don't. It's always in somebody's bracket, East, West, North, South. I don't know. 13 seed or 10 seed. Yeah, I, just I know don't I, make I think it John, much further. John knows. John's uh, he knows those things. Uh, but um, Kansas getting to the Final Four, uh, they have a real tough game coming that early in the year. They beat the Ohio State was I think it was eighty to sixty seven or something like that uh but that was early, and I thought going into the season that Ohio State had the best team um, uh in collegiate basketball this year, but I don't know what happened to these guys they fell off uh the chemistry or what, what have you i I don't I thought this was gonna be the team the Ohio State had the team going in because they had enough I think they lost one guy one of their top guys to the draft last year uh but I thought they had enough to compete, which is is to say that now. Uh, to say that then, but now they're in the final four, so they're right where they need to be.
3: Yeah, uh, they got lucky that uh, North Carolina's uh, starting starting point guard, you know, broke his wrist. Oh, Kansas? No, or Ohio, Ohio State. Well, you we know, that's a different bracket. Never mind. Yeah, I yeah, Kansas. No, 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 no. Okay, so, oh, no, no, so sorry. I'm, wow. Just, simp, simp, I, I know. I need some, I need some more of my yeah, coffee. Yeah, some of coffee. Uh, no, Ohio State, you know, uh, Buford ha- has been uh, streaky at best. I was actually talking with John about that before the show. Uh, if he can turn it on, they could win the whole thing. But, you know, that you have Aaron Kraft with Ohio State. You have Aaron Kraft. You have J.D. Selinger. Uh, I mean, they're still a young team. Those are both sophomores. So, like it, they this could be like a Florida Joe Kim Noah mini yeah. dynasty if they want it to be. But I mean, who stays more than two years anymore in college?
2: Basketball? As soon as the scouts come in, or they you know, these scouts will come in and say, "Well, we check with the uh, the uh, National Basketball Association, and we feel like you want to be within the top ten picks of the NBA draft." These guys start coming out. Oh yeah, so mean, scouts, we like uh, who's the coach? Uh, Cal Sadmata um, for no at Kentucky. Oh John Calipari. Calipari, he's the. Um, he understands that I'm only gonna have this guy for one or two years at the most. Uh, you can try to minute uh, minimize his play, but at the same time, you you doing that knowing he's one of the best guys uh, to keep him an extra year uh, limits your chances of winning basketball games. Right. Now this is a rebuilding year for the University of Kansas, which is crazy. Uh, I think Robinson's probably gonna leave. Well, he's, oh yeah, yeah. He's, he's gone. Uh, but this is a rebuilding year. If those two brothers wouldn't have left last year, they this wouldn't even be a conversation about yeah, they deserve nuts. to be in the Final Four. Yeah. It's just a, a good job what Bill Seth is doing over there. And it's a basketball school anyway, so uh, it being a basketball school, you're going to get those top recruits. You're going to get some of those guys. Well,
3: I think with Kentucky and Calipari is he gets a bad rap for the one and duns, but look at Duke the last two years. Their start, his starting point guard left twice. Uh, they, they've had a lot of freshmen that have left, and for some reason Calipari – I, I don't know why. Maybe it's Kentucky. Maybe because it's an SEC school. I, I don't know why he gets the bad rap for uh, having all the one and dones But uh,
2: do you he make, does do you make anything of this uh, Kentucky Louisville game? Because uh, oh, oh no, yeah, they keep throwing shots at each other. Well, no, well, because well, people Patino think I was not doing it. Well, because people think that
3: just because Patino and Calipari are like the same age ish, they mm-hmm. kind of you know they both have dark hair. They're both like very uh uh. uh um, they they have a lot of wins in college basketball. They think that they're friends. It's like, it just automatically grouped them together. Yeah, we're not friends. What? We're the same
2: age because yeah. you know my first name. That don't yeah. make us friends. right? But look, it, it's Patino. the one has the national championship. He has a national championship. Calipero doesn't. He has a bunch of guys that he, he goes to Kentucky. Uh, they upset with him because he left Kentucky. Same thing with LeBron. He made him a bad guy. I know he loved him to death until he left. It was a better job. And then it was a lot of uh, controversy with the uh, recruiting situation. Mm-hmm. Uh But you you, you got to understand when you're getting these high school All-Americans and they are talented enough to go to the pros, if it wasn't for the NBA changing the rules of, of the, um, you have to go to college first, yeah. they wouldn't even go to that and school. Anthony Davis would be in the NBA right now. Be, he'd be in the NBA. Yeah. But they wouldn't even go to those schools, man. And so you got to understand, I may have this guy just for one year, but I'm not going to limit my chance of success as a coach and coaching a team. The guys come here to win basketball games by – Monitoring minute uh, lessen his play time, just so I can keep him. Just so he's not that high up on the draft. But the scouts already know that you're not being played a certain way. Uh, We would have took you in the NBA draft last year out of high school if we could. But you these um these organizations, these college programs, these universities, what they want is college is a business, so they want these guys coming to college first. To get a, uh, it builds more marketing, builds more money for the university, mm-hmm. I don't have a problem with that. Sells jerseys, sells tickets. I mean, it's it's all. I mean, as long as you go out, you can go out and go to the pros right away do it. But as long as you go back, well, I mean, look at look at Kyrie Irving. That played
3: what do he play? Eleven games total last year, and he was still you know he was still the number one overall pick with Cleveland. So it's like, and that and he's he's the best rookie. I mean, he's. He's he's putting up good numbers, yeah. so who, you can never tell who's going to be a bust and who's going to be you know right. who's going to be a Ryan Leaf who won't who won't be.
2: Well, you look at well Ky, Kyrie Irvin went he went to the uh, Cleveland yep. uh, Cavaliers he's a, he's a guard so he's always having the ball so he has a chance to grow and fail a lot quicker than anybody else as to say to a big man who's not going to touch the ball as much he's always having the ball in his hand so his success and failure is on him but he's a player so he, he goes out there and get it done
3: uh, either they have to change the rules and make them stay two years or there's this one and done thing or just, yeah. Yeah, I don't even know why it's like it's like hedging your bet. either Satan come out of high school or, or be there two years right it's now, one or the other
2: right now I don't have a problem with it saying you got to be here two years until they change the rule and tell them and make them say you got to be here two years and then i'm gonna have a problem with it because then i'm gonna say oh this guy should be a pro right now he should come out yeah, it's, it's, a, it's it, with me it's like whatever what day is it
3: well no but then but then it'll it, it'll cause these kids to go one year and then go play in uh, like what brandon jennings did he went and played overseas yeah. made some money got the real experience and then
2: came back and entered the draft so I mean, and Brandon, all he all he was saying is, you're not gonna tell me I can't go pro out of high school. So that's why he went overseas. season. I thought a lot of kids were gonna, was gonna follow that lead if they wanted to play pro. There's nothing wrong with going to college one year and then you get to go to a a big time program. If you're that good, you're gonna go to a big time program where you're gonna be on TV all the time. You're gonna get that spotlight. You're gonna have a chance to win a championship and you will one year and then go to the pro. Right, but then you're you're one a torn ACL away from never
3: playing in the NBA.
2: You <laughs> right. know,
3: like, I mean, it's right. just that's why the two year thing is tough because it's not fair to the kids. If they can make their money, you know, you don't have to worry about getting injured the next year to get to the
2: NBA. Yeah. So, uh, well, you know what? We'll keep an eye on uh, the Final Four. We'll keep an eye on this bracket that's all messed up for everybody. Big game coming up for Kansas. The huge game. The even bigger game is the Louisville and the uh, Kentucky game. Mm-hmm. Um, I do really want Louisville to win because Calipari is just talking too much trash for no reason. For just go out there and have fun. You got a good team. You yeah. you have a real he good. Has a, team. He has a really good. He team. has a real good team that where he could win it all. And what's the talking for? Just go out there and play. But, but you know, I really, I'd rather him uh, pull this one off. Well, I mean, I think a lot of it has to do with it both being Kentucky schools. <laughs> right. And, you right. know, it's it's, it's, uh, only a, it's only a bridge.
3: It's going to be, uh yeah. It's only I, a bridge. I'm separated. pumped for that game. I don't know. But, I mean, with all the craziness that's happened, it's not that crazy of a Final Four. And it usually isn't. I mean, there's not usually a VCU in there every year. Right. You know, a 12-seed. Speaking that they of can...
2: VCU, Coach Smart, uh was he smart enough to not take that job? Chicago I, job? I, <sighs> Think about the uh, it's a Big Ten school. But think about his chances of getting into the uh, NCAA again yeah. every year. Yeah, right? well, because it,
3: yeah, it's a multi-big conference. But he has to really that team. That team is listen. The guys that he has at VCU are the guys that he brought in. Right. So it's 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 a pride thing. He thinks that he can win that conference every year, so it doesn't matter.
2: No, there's nothing wrong with that. That's competitive. I think one crazy. more year.
3: I think if he doesn't win that, if he doesn't get in the tournament this year, or they get ousted in the first round, he's gone. Who's
2: gonna want him then? Everybody he, he, will want him. His, he's 34
3: his, years old. He's got the passion. Well, he's, that, that could be true. I mean, that this is – and what he's done already
2: is enough. It's, it, that's enough pedigree for him. Well, to, to only have one chance to get into the NCAAs, you got to win tough. your conference. That's, I mean, that's tough. That's competitive enough. But, you know, our, every coach – every athlete – Every coach and they love that challenge. You want to have their challenge. If I can get in, it's just one. Let me prove I can do it every year. Yeah, but look at Drexel
3: that won the last 21 games of the year. They didn't even get in the tournament because they didn't win the right. they didn't they win didn't, their own tournament.
2: Exactly. So I don't, you don't want you don't want your fate to be at the hands of the uh, of the committee. Uh, I don't know if that changes now, but that's another uh, topic for another show. Uh, Team Tim Tebow, what do you make of this press conference for a backup quarterback? And I keep hearing he's the most pop, one of the most. He is the one one of the most popular guys in the NFL because they make him this guy. His popularity is coming from the things he can't do. It's not that Tim Tebow – Tim Tebow won seven games, I think. He went on a nice little run. That is winning. Uh, after they benched Cal Orton, he comes in, he goes on a run. Okay, that's that's good in the NFL. That's, that's not bad. You win some games. I got my team in the playoffs. But nobody's ready for the option quarterback or a consistent wildcat. You really don't – I don't know, you don't game plan for that. You game for running plays up, up to A, B C, or 1, 2, 3 um, gaps. I think that
3: now that that's what he used to be popular for. I think now he's popular for being unflappably just calm and and, and, and just, just a pure you think gentleman. Oh, yeah. You see that, you no, see no, that no, press no, conference? What I mean is that if you would have got treated the way he's been treated since he's been in the NBA and all the stuff that people talked about him, mm-hmm. you wouldn't have got pissed yet. Who, me? Yeah. No, no, I'm just saying anybody. Oh, I don't know. He got pissed
2: yet. He has not batted an eye. I used to could speak for everybody, but I can't. I can't speak for everybody. No, I don't know. I see what he gets traded. He
3: gets kicked out. He makes they make the playoffs when they shouldn't have made the playoffs. He gets traded to a team that will eat him for lunch if he if he actually
2: if say Mark Sanchez gets hurt. But where do you go after Mark Sanchez gets hurt? If he get hopefully he doesn't. But they've already was on his back Sanchez in New York. Now what if they? Tebow, 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 and he comes in and he does nothing. And then where do you go from there? Yeah, Mark Sanchez is garbage anyway. So you you win with defense
3: and the run game with the Jets. That's what it's been since right. Mark Sanchez was drafted. they don't have drafted. a run game. They
2: just don't have a run game. So now you put... Well, they still have Sean Green. They don't have a run game. <laughs> yeah. They don't have a run game. They tried that with Ladanian. I thought Ladainian had turned into a third down back. Now we don't even know if he's going to be there next year. Mm. Um, but then Sean Green, and then we have the guy from um, USC. Uh, yeah. Was, yep. You you bring all this talent in, and it's Joe, Joe McKnight. Joe McKnight. Oh, sorry. Yeah. And then and you from California, you bring all this talent in. And then you don't have a, a running game. You don't build. You had a decent enough line of scrimmage. You had a deep enough lineman to get it done. Uh, but now you put a lot of pressure. One of the things is that uh, Brian Schottenheimer's gone. So now the mm-hmm. ball, maybe they can stretch the field. Maybe they can have a change up or a different chemistry uh, with this um, with this running game, this offensive package. But Tim Tebow coming in and being the guy, I, I just don't see it in New York. Cause they're gonna eat him alive. There's no religion in New York at all. They, these guys are heathens at best. I... Uh, you know what we're going to do? We'll take a break. we got Clancy Corner coming up, but we might touch on this right yeah. before we get to Clancy Corner. That's yeah, a good uh, idea. Okay. supposed Sports Talk. <laughs> we'll be back in about 90 seconds. How about that?
0: Tune in to a show about making a comeback and what really goes on behind the scenes with your favorite athletes and beyond. Listen for The Comeback Radio Show with Tony Farmer. A lot of people believe what they read on the Internet, hear and see in the media, and on the news. We're going to give our guests the chance to tell the real story without the extra hype. It's not just sports, although that will be a focal point of the program. We'll also look at the world of celebrities, music, modeling, and more. Listen every Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Sports. If you want to talk about the East Coast sports scene, particularly from the Southeast, make sure you tune in to the Jeff Owens Show every Tuesday. Yeah, we'll talk about some of the other teams and news that's out there, but host Jeff Owens and co-host Tasha Humphrey know the inside and out of the Georgia College sports world. And they were born there, raised there, and still live the scene. We'll talk about every sport imaginable. Tune in on Tuesday at 7 p.m. East Coast time, 4 p.m. in the West, on the Voice America Sports Channel. The opening kickoff is a beauty. That a fly ball deep right field. Back goes O'Neal. He's got it with 2.8 seconds He's left to left. I don't care
1: where they put him. This one is out of here. From high school to the pros, we, <laughs> we, cover, everything. we cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. Oh boy, you you dance. Hey, Hi. welcome
2: back to the you show. you me crowd this whole time. Now you're dancing. Yeah, I like this. I couldn't talk over this. <laughs> I wanted to. Let, I want to let this marinate a little bit. This was good. Hey, welcome back to the show. We were talking about Tim Tebow. Uh, we do have Clancy Corner coming up in this segment, but definitely let's touch on. Her. <clears throat> Excuse me. Let's a little bit of the Tim Tebow.
3: You know, I. I think that I think that he's gonna be
2: fine. You, you, I think he's gonna be fine. You know why? I, and cause he. You know why I think you think that? Why? Cause the guy is a winner. He's a winner, but he's not a quarterback. If if we get to the facts of what it is and what it's not, he's not a quarterback. I mean, if you keep him in the league long enough, he could probably be that. But he's gonna be a backup quarterback. I don't know where you bring him in. I don't know what team brings him in and say you're my starting quarterback. You know, who, who, who did that since he's been in the league? It's, still, it's only been two years, but yeah, yeah. he got drafted in the first round, which was uh, you could gamble. Got, it, was, it was a huge gamble. Yeah. You could have got Tim Tebow in the third round, and he would still be that same guy.
3: Yeah, no, I... I don't. I don't even look at him as a potential quarterback anymore, unless Mark Sanchez gets hurt. I see him being their second running back. I see him. They ran so much. They ran so much. So many wildcat uh, plays with Brad Smith two years ago. Right. Like they can do it in that offense because they're smashed. They don't. They never win pretty.
2: Brad Smith never win pretty. Is he still there? I don't. But look, I I thought the best situation with Tim Tebow, and and we're talking now, he's a New York Jets. It'll work out for them because they have a defense over there. If they got a defense that can keep that uh, offense that can keep them off the field for extra two plays, that's huge in a four-quarter game when you're getting so much rest. And you have an aggressive blitzing defense as uh, a shot um, Ryan has over there. Uh, but you get that te- defense some rest. I thought he would be good in New England, where you can he'll be more of a Wes Walker type guy. He does a lot of bubble screens. And he's hard. He's tough to bring down. He's a big guy. He's tough to bring down once he has the football. When he understands he's running the football,
3: but if i I gr- know I agree with you. I, I mean, I I've said that before too. I think that I mean, but I think it's t- it's Tom Brady City, and I don't think that they would want to bring any circus in there besides his. Yeah, that, and you know, so, I, I mean, it's but but football York, is just football. You know, it, it's really all about making money and making the city proud of your team, and you don't want to bring somebody else in there. You would,
2: don't need any distraction. That's why Randy right. Moss is gone. But then that's what... You, especially you, the Patriots right. with Belichick. Right, because everything's in order there. But I then mean, you got you're not gonna you're not gonna boo my starting quarterback who's going into the Hall of Fame and a Tom Brady, and then ask me to bring in Tim Tebow, and there's a lot more better quarterbacks out there. For example, it was it was a joking said that what about David Carr over there in New York, oh. who's the backup? I would put him in before I put Tim Tebow in, and then I let Tim and I if I, if David Carr was my starting quarterback and Tim Tebow came to my team, they would share some reps. I, I wouldn't just say Tim Tebow is my because I need to be able to pass the ball downfield when I'm behind. And if David Carr is my quarterback, I'm going to be behind.
3: Oh gosh,
2: I mean talking about a bust. Yikes. We, we get into more. We got Tim T. We got two more segments after this, but let's get into the classic corner
3: All right. Uh, kind of switching sports here. Um, I've been living in Phoenix for about a year and a half, uh, and I've come to the realization that, although no matter how backward this sounds, uh, Steve Nash is the reason why the Suns aren't a better team. How dare uh, you? Yeah. So, so go with me, okay? Listen, Steve Nash is one of my favorite players. Uh, he's top three in assists every year. He came, came to the uh, Suns in 2004, I believe. He's a great floor general, you know. Uh, because of those two things, though, the Suns win just enough games to be in the, in the hunt for a playoff spot, and they're never close to losing enough games to potentially get a lottery pick. So the two scenarios are, you make the playoffs, you get the 7 or 8 seed, and you're out in the first round by a better team. Uh, number two, you miss the playoffs, and you get a 9th to 12th pick in the draft at best. So that's kind of where they are right now. That coupled with uh the upper management you know it's not always it's not all uh Steve's fault the upper management either trades away their draft picks for cash or they don't pay their players when they have them like amari this has pissed me off a lot I mean even though I'm not a huge suns fan is that Amare, they, he wanted this much money. They were going to give him 95% of the full amount. So they end up letting him, he goes to New York for the full amount. And they end up signing five guys for that amount of money. Like Jared Dudley, Akeem Warwick, Josh Childress. All these guys that are that are middling that I, I, I haven't seen Akeem Warwick on the floor this year, but two or three times. Same with Josh Childress. So I hope that Steve Nash goes next year. He'll be gone next year. Uh, I hope he wins a championship. I just think that it's it's just too bad that a man with, quote-unquote, a key to the city is the key reason why the Suns are still a
2: middle-to-low-rung team. So, you know, I, the, I just don't. I don't know what to do. Well, the only I reason know. I want Steve Nash to leave here is so he can win a championship. Steve Nash has two uh, NBA uh, MVPs, could have had three, but he politic for Dirk Nowitzki to get that third one, which would have put him in the category as Michael Jordan because Michael Jordan has three. It would have put him in that same category. Now, you think Michael Jordan, Steve Nash. Now, Steve Nash could have easily got that third one, but he politics so hard. Yeah,
3: that year was the one that he should have won. Right. Too. If
2: if, if, if any time he should have won, it was that third yeah. year. But he politics so hard, my friend, my friend, my best friend, my, my teammate, look what Dirk Mowiski is doing over there in Dallas. And he was doing, he was putting in work in Dallas because it was just him before they built that team that they have now, uh, that team that won the NBA championship. But Steve Nash, that's the only reason I want him to leave, because he gets He'll go somewhere and he'll compete at the end of the year for a championship. Mm-hmm. I think a guy like that deserves a championship. I just you look at guys like that for the Suns. The Suns don't build defense. They I, I don't, last time they hit a defense or some what other defense is when Kevin Johnson and Charles Barkley play here and and John all of, man yeah, they don't build Thunder Dan. And and Dan, yeah, they build speed. Let's run you out the gym, and that'll be our defense at the end of the ball game. Where you you're 20 point fifteen points, fifteen points down. Now we got to play some similarities of a, what looks like a defense.
3: Yeah, and that guy's offense, uh, Mr. D'Antoni, now no longer has a job. So let's. So that's that shows how good
2: of that well, offense
3: is over over a long period of time.
2: Well, they was running people out. Of, oh yeah, over a long yeah. Period well, of time, they had they had
3: the best record in the NBA in 2004. Uh, I think they were. Uh, I can't remember. I know they only lost. 20, I think they were. 62 and 20, I believe. Uh, they had the best record in the NBA. Uh, they lost to the Spurs in the, in the Western Conference finals. And then the next year they had the second best record with that offense because it was kind of revolutionary. It was kind of Steve Nash at the helm getting 15 assists a game with the weapons that he had at the time. But it's a little bit more difficult when you, when you're uh, trusting Channing Fry and Jared Dudley to show up every night kicking the ball to, th- well, uh, for look, three.
2: Well, look who's in there. What's, who's their conference? Was the, the Lakers, obviously. Yeah. Uh, Dallas, San yeah. Antonio. Oklahoma City, Clippers. Kings. <laughs> yeah well look who's in their conference without a defense you expect win winning some winning some games i mean you how you gonna run these guys out of jail when they got at least two or three superstars on their team who's a superstar grant here is grant hill is a he's serviceable and i like grant hill he's 38 i don't i don't care about his age he can still play i don't care if he was 48 if you can still hit that jo- if you can do what i need you to do when i put you in the game you can be 58
3: yeah well i mean he's 38 with the body of a 32 year old because he barely played for five years right
2: Barely played. I don't think he played with five yeah. years. a uh, toe, knee, and ankle. And this
3: shows again that the Suns' uh, medical staff is the best in the NBA. Look like what they did with Shaq. I mean, they've done things I don't know.
2: They have you know pixie dust or whatever. They but send it, him over to Germany uh, allegedly. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't know. No, I'm just. I'm kidding. I don't know. But you, you know, you go over. I to Sorry, it's not Peyton Manning's doctor. Peyton Manning. Oh, sorry. <laughs> you go over to. You go overseas and we got better medicine because they. I mean. It, if you sign a waiver, you can use it. So they take more chances. Well, I I don't think it's chances. I think it's this. And we'll get back. See, we're going off the subject. I know. No, but know. still, look. You go over there, uh, FDA, Food Drug Administration. Here, it's all about money. There, it's all about treatment. That's why Canada has better health care than we do, because they're taking care of their own. We have to pay millions of dollars for health care. Uh-huh. I can't even. If I sneeze, it's gonna cost me a thousand dollars just to sneeze. <laughs> Get out of here with that. But okay, so the Suns. Okay, so back. Uh, the Suns
3: are, believe it or not. So they're they're the tenth. They're in the tenth spot right now. But they're three games in the loss column away from being in the fourth spot. So. They could definitely make the playoffs this year, especially because Kyle Lowry uh, is hurt, and so is Kevin Martin with Houston. They're the eighth seed. Denver has a whole new team that will. I didn't they ever... even
2: name Houston. Houston and they got to play those guys. Well, yeah, but Houston,
3: uh, Houston has been has been reeling ever since Kyle Lowry got hurt, who, who uh, should have made the All Star team, but you know it's all politics with that as well and voting. Well, I know well, you love the fan voting.
2: I, you know I don't like the fan <laughs> voting. I know you've been facetious, but I don't like the fan voting because uh. Of the uh, guys that get in, I what? love. See, surprised that, Tracy McGrady didn't make the All Star team this year. I'm surprised too. But well, Y'all means not in the league, so <laughs> that's that's why. But you know, they still remember his name. So if they look on the sheet, I guarantee you, they say, "Well, who's on this team?" I I remember that name. Yeah. Let me vote for this guy. Yeah. Uh, the fan voting is 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 a joke, and his fan is fan is shouldn't be for that person. People understand what fans are. Fans are, first of all, they fanatics. The short for fanatics, but um, and stupid, but. <laughs> I think the fan is more of the game. You shouldn't be a fan of that person. You should be a more fan of the game. And I keep telling people, this guy was joking around me at the golf course. People were talking to me. and said, Kwame, all right, you got to go. Go talk to your fans. I looked at that dummy for a while. I said, they're not fans of me. They're fans of the game I play. They just enjoy football. Yeah, I, they, They're not my fans. If they're my fans, they crazy. You don't know what I do. I drink. <laughs> so I don't smoke. I don't smoke. I drink. Um. I mean you want to be a fan of a guy who just drink and sometimes drive? Come on, that's crazy. Yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah, you get looked at my background before you want to be my fan. <laughs> Look at my background before you want to be a fan of mine.
3: Um No, but I think I think the All Star game it's it's it it is for the fans. So I understand why they do it. That game, okay, yeah. But right. I think that it should be like Put 40% of the total votes, have the fans vote for 40% of it, and then have the people that, you know, know
2: that around the game, that watch, that look at the stats and just don't look at the names, that 50% uh, what you can do, 50% of the um, the peers, the guys that they're against uh, every night, um, go 20% of the coaches. Okay, and 30% yeah. of the fans. And 30% of the fans. Yeah. Now, you're talking about an all-star game. Yeah. That that could be for fans. They're going to pay money. Don't vote unless you go until they have a ticket to go to the game. Now, if they're going to pay money. Now, think how many people can get in that arena. Like 12. <laughs> <laughs> No, nah, that's a crazy s- scenario, but you can't but vote for the guys that's out there who, who put the numbers up, not your fan favorites. Um, put the numbers up. That way guys get in who deserve any t- t- supposed to be there. I agree. I mean, and I think Marcin Gortat should have got in this year. I, and I need to apologize to Kevin Love. I thought Kevin Love was not as good as that. he is. That guy he's is – good. He's good. He's good. He's good. And I thought because – He put at- up Charles Barkley numbers.
3: And Charles, Charles Barkley doesn't. Nobody puts up numbers like that anymore. Yeah. Especially under being undersized. Right. Right. Not as undersized. Charles Barkley Charles was six was, four. Right. That's undersized. Yeah, but He's Kevin Love six nine. Yeah. But he plays center. Charles was undersized. Oh yeah. Oh uh, no, no. He was. Yeah.
2: But he was round mouth. He couldn't. Thirty, get and, 20. 30 I mean, and twenty. I mean, it's just like you can't. Hey. But I apologize to Kevin Love. Kevin Love, you can call on the show, 888-346-9144. I know you're listening. But uh, <laughs> for for uh for this, I thought he was only good because he was in Minnesota. There was nowhere there. He was the only one who could get the ball. Then they bring in Rubio. He's still putting those numbers up. They're trying to build a team around him before this guy leave. If I'm not mistaken, they signed him to a, a extension. Yeah, and I mean, you got to keep guys like that in Minnesota. Oh, Minnesota's
3: going to be exciting to watch in the, in the yeah. upcoming years. I felt bad that Ricky Rubio, they, I mean, they were in the 8th seed. I mean, they were in the playoffs when Ricky Rubio got hurt. Mm-hmm. So they have, if they can add a I think it would be great if they don't make the playoffs this year. So they can get one more, one more uh, lottery pick. And then that, that's going to be an exciting team to watch. That would be um, huge for For Kevin Love is going to be a perennial all-star. He's going to be, you know, he, he's going to get you. He's 25 and 15 every night.
2: And you have well, a point guard like Rubio. Yeah. Who knows what's going to well, happen? Rubio thinking right now I should have stayed home. No. <laughs> I should have stayed in uh, Italy, wherever he's from. Spain. Spain. It's all the same. Oh, same, yeah? same wine. All wine same. is good. Um, if you drink wine. Anyway, yeah. If they get a lot of – through those injuries and – because they still have a decent enough team. They were in the playoff, like, as you mentioned. But getting a good pick coming into the draft that's going to help them. I don't know who's in the draft. Well, it's quite a few guys. Depends on their need. They're Maybe really a, a, a forward. A, a number three guy. Um, a number three guy who can play two and three. Because Rubio, keep the ball in his hand.
3: Yeah. You get a two no, and three. And you got him. You got Luke Riedenauer as a backup point guard who's saving, who's helping
2: that team out now. Came out of Oregon. Keeping the oxygen uh, yeah. in, a, in the clubhouse. But... Get a two or three guy who can come in and there's some guys out there that can do that. So, uh, and that'll help that team and, and plus there'll be you talking about them being on the bubble, they'll be probably in three somewhere, three or four, because the conference is kinda tough, uh, that they're in. All right, this is the Quamblas Sports Talk. We're gonna come back in the third segment. We wanna talk about some uh New Orleans Saints, really. Uh, I did want to ask you about Kobe though. What you think about Kobe getting benched and we'll we'll hit that before we go to the Saints and Bill Parcells possibly coming up as the head coach. We'll be back in seventy seconds. Go, 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 go,
1: go, go, Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel.
2: Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. What's a new one? Oh, let it play. <laughs> let it play. Let it play. Hey, welcome back to the Cromelot Sports Talk. 888-346-9144 if you want to join the show. oh, This is good, Mark. Hey, Mark, appreciate it. You, uh, you're uh, stepping your game up. So you trying to tell us as a uh, show host we need to step our game up now. And Alex, you better pick it up because I think he's playing this music us. <laughs> Hey, we we was talking about the uh, we, we want to talk about the um, the uh, New Orleans Saints situation, uh, bringing Bill Parcell in. But uh, Alex, what do you think about Kobe getting benched? What kind of move you think that was to get those other guys to play? Because who benches Kobe? I even if, even if he's um, shooting bad, do you bench Kobe? I I yeah. I think that was I almost stood up and clapped Mike Brown. Well, you think clapped that was? You think that was? This is my team, not yours, Kobe. Because that's Kobe's team. Well, not but it, Brown. well,
3: well, but well, Mike Brown, Mike well, Brown was s- famous for going up to LeBron and thanking him for letting him coach him in Cleveland. And he kind of did the same thing here, uh, especially because Kobe really wasn't uh, spoken with about the, the hiring of Mike Brown. I think it was great. Because they, they were down they were down 14 with like seven minutes left or something, and they sat
2: him. Who was out there, though? To go? It doesn't
3: matter. They came back. They, they almost came all the way back without him. When Kobe is a black hole with the basketball, the offense doesn't run. In the triangle, it used to work. But now with Ramon Sessions, thank God, they have a point guard now. Ramon Sessions is next year. He is.
2: Yeah. Well, he's, Kobe, a, he's averaged
3: 19 and 8 in the in the first Kobe's three. Kobe's a fan
2: of uh, Sessions. Sessions, yeah, I, so, I watched this guy get him play the ball. Well, because Sessions can hit it when he's open. Not saying Fisher couldn't do that, but consistently, Sessions stops, drops, and pops. Mm-hmm. And, and if he had to go run by you, he can. Fisher couldn't go by you. I think that was the thing because you don't lose a leadership uh, guy like uh, Fisher with that type of leadership. The locker room is huge before you get in the court. I mean, before you get on the court. And Fisher was that guy, but he couldn't run past anybody. Right. Well, here's the thing: in the locker room, Kobe is. It's like good cop, bad cop. Kobe's
3: not gonna coddle you. Derek Fisher the, used to be the coddler, so now it's just. It's more of a. I think that it's gonna bring everybody together because they know how important Derek Fisher was. But sitting Kobe, I think was genius. I think it was genius to 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 just let them do what they do with with Bynum and Powell. And uh, Ramon Sessions, I think it was. I think it was a good idea.
2: I, I don't, know even how, though they lost. Yeah, they lost, but I don't. But that shows the team that you guys can't play without your superstar. I think when the superstars sit down, when you see guys like Steve Nash, the teams are always play better because ultimately you have to run the ball through them first. Uh, these guys understand that. And it's not even a. It's not even the offensive play um, that's designed that make sure I get it to Kobe, make sure I get it to, make sure Steve Nash has the ball, make sure LeBron or D Wade has the ball. It's now, you don't have those superstars on the court. you like, okay, shoot. Let's find, a, find that guy. Sh- open guy, shoot. I think it's a little different with
3: uh, a swing man like Kobe, LeBron, D. Wade, as opposed to Steve Nash. Because Steve Nash is the heartbeat for that team. Kobe, y- you know, like you can still run the offense without Kobe. But with Steve Nash, it's just, it's different. It's different. If you have a point guard that's as strong with the ball as Steve Nash is, and that demands the ball
2: in a different way than Kobe, I think it's it's a big, big difference. You got you got Sessions, yeah. You got Gasol, yeah. Kobe, uh, the big man, uh, Bynum. Bynum. Um, who else is on the court? That, you got four guys. I think those four are superstars right there. Yeah, Sessions, is Sessions a, once could he potentially
3: this, be a superstar in the making.
2: Once he learns this offense, you got four guys. And what's to say these guys can't make another run? Who's in the way of them making a run of another championship? I've been
3: saying they can, they're going to make the finals uh, for the last month or so, just
2: the way they've been playing, because they're playing big like they should be. Well, Dallas is stepping that game back up too. Because yeah. remember at the beginning of the year, Dallas was like they had that hangover from winning the championship game. But I mean, you you can celebrate. It happens to everybody. But when they Dallas find is old. old, Dallas makes the Lakers look young. You know, people used to say the. Uh, who was it? The uh, Yankees were old. They used to say it's baseball. It's so different. Old is old. You could be three hundred pounds
3: uh, Prince Fielder and make two hundred forty million dollars. So, so what?
2: That's offense. He can play defense too.
3: You watch this guy first base? Yeah, but his 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 defensive his defensive uh I don't have range a... is like nine feet. That, that's no, it's that's not. what he has
2: to carry. No, it's not. I watched him play. I I really, really watched him play. And I was thinking not the same thing you thinking, but I'm like if you give this guy two. He can hit. He craft. He, Correct. he, he can, can hit absolutely. Offense. <laughs> you, I'm, okay, I'm paying for your offense <laughs> yeah. now. You get paid for what you bring to the team offensively and defense. Sometimes you just got a defensive specialist. Sometimes, uh, you know, you got a guy who can put those offensive numbers up, And then you got to hide them somewhere and uh, right field so he can't get the ball. Ruben Sierra played till he was 45. Okay, you can't have do a, that in the have, NBA. I don't have it's uh, different. Uh, it's different. You can't do that. Anymore. Who did it? Somebody did it. I think he went to the Globetrotters. They're called coaches. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the only
3: people over 40 on the court unless you're Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. But he doesn't play anymore.
2: I don't care what your age is. If you could keep up. And you can't, and okay. that's why they don't play. Okay, Darryl Green was uh, 40. Daryl Green played till he was 40. Okay. I, I believe he was 40. And he still ran a 4-3. This is a guy who has to cover guys on corner. Now, they brought some corners in, and Darryl Green started coming in on nickel. Still, if you're coming in on nickel, you got to cover the, uh, the nickel package. You have to cover the number that slot guy. Mm-hmm. The slot guy is probably the best receiver on the team. He just don't – he's not in that lineup. You think he can keep up with Wes Walker nowadays? Darryl Green? 40? Right no. now. Who, me? No. Oh. Darryl Green. Absolutely. I put I bet I'd be willing to take that bet.
3: No, I got a question. And this is totally off topic,
2: but it just made me think it, of it. Uh-huh. Do you, it think that, you think that you
3: think that Herschel Walker when he wanted to come back
2: could have played? Yep. You think so? Yep. You see, it's all timing, put him on the right team. You got it. he just can't go. He
3: wasn't it. on the right team when he played. He can't. he wasn't coming out of Georgia, he was never on the right
2: team. <laughs> he was on the right team in Georgia.
3: Yeah. You he think he's the best running but college running back ever?
2: Ever? Yeah. College. I mean, that, that's tough. That's a lot of guys coming out with getting Heisman's, and he does have a Heisman.
3: He should have got two. Yeah, but, but they but they didn't give it to his freshman year was his best year, right? Or I, sophomore year? I can't remember.
2: I don't know if he. Um, I don't, I'm not sure if he. Um, he has to come to the right. He has to go to the right team. I, I think he's still. This guy's still in the top shape, best shape right now. If you he's look, almost at a, fifty though. And he tried to do the MMA, too. Yeah, I know. I, know. I don't know about uh, that. Uh, uh, Mort- Johnny Morton tried to do MMA. got knocked out on the first hit. First hit, not the first round. As soon as the guy swung, he was <laughs> knocked out cold. It's a little different. I need to get Johnny on the show, too, <laughs> and talk about that. But that was just interesting. I mean,
3: Herschel Walker, like, you would see, I watched a special on him, and, like, he's, he's still, still the He's probably
2: better shape now than he was. Like, it's just it's out of control. Well, to ask you a question, I still think he can play. I still think if he goes to... Um, I mean, what are you, you going to be? You be a. Just keep him out of Minnesota. He was never. Uh, he was never appreciated there. I, if he decides that he can be a third down short yardage back, um, <laughs> New York they, Jets, then he can still a play. That'd be funny. They they never in short yardage. They always they 30, was 39. 30 and long. Yeah, they never in short <laughs> yardage. Thirty and long. So now they got Tebow for that. So how do we get on that? That. They only got Tebow because what Tebow did against them. Tebow won the game in that. that no, I play.
3: think that you need every ounce of uh, advantage you can get against uh, against New England. And I think that that's, that, that could be the X factor when you play New England twice a year.
2: They need to worry about Miami and Buffalo, too. These are teams that... Miami, they, why? To, Miami? Yeah. They need to worry about... Miami has a defense. They just never had an offense. They never had an offense over there. Yeah, and they still don't have an offense. Okay. You, uh... Well, Buffalo. Know. Coffee and Kahlua. Look, Bill Parcells. Yeah, yeah. Peyton. Uh, Sean Payton is... Uh, Politicking to get the uh, Bill Parcells as a New Orleans head coach for at least a year till he gets back, because of the situation of that's the cloth he's coming from, the Bill Parcells cloth, and the offense and the offense or the team itself will generally kind of stay afloat before it gets debacle within that whole year. And then Peyton comes back and has to start a whole new uh, building process. Uh, is this a good move, or bad move, anything?
3: Uh,
2: I don't know yet. I mean, I I think you
3: know the name. It, it's a sexy name you know, to but, bring in. It's but it's only for one year, so you don't yeah. want to. It was either this. You know, Bill Parcells, his his uh, his uh, partiality to the teams he's at is, is always been questioned. He just moves and moves and moves and moves. So he's he's like, I retire, I'm back. I retire, I'm back. Um, I think that with this, I think it might have been better to you know hire within, go interim within. So nothing changes,
2: but you know all what?
3: that. All the personnel is the same. You don't bring in another personality, especially one as big as Big Tuna coming in. I don't think you want to mess up mess up the master uh, Drew Brees' flow at all. I and that offense, you don't have to have an offensive coordinator. It's just like Indy. Well, they
2: have. Sean Payton's the
3: luckiest man alive to have Drew Brees as his quarterback
2: because that's your offensive coordinator on the. He, yeah, he can get into the game. Drew Brees has the rhythm on the game before he steps on. I've seen this guy work off the field like. The film work he puts in, the, the the talking to the receivers, almost like Peyton Manning does. The, he demands you guys come out here and do this. Right. You watched on that um shorten on that uh the offseason when we had the CBA collective bargaining agreement, he had his team out there. He had guys, he was flying guys from California, from everywhere just to come out here and be a part of the team because he understand the veteran teams with the most chemistry chemistry. Well, go out there and be successful. Look
3: well, at Darren Sproles. was he just came into the offense, and he and you know, right. he could have been a Pro Bowler in the yeah. first seven weeks of the because
2: year because Darren Sproles was out there working out with, when Drew those, with Drew Brees. And those guys had a legitimate chance. We we looked, we talked about the New Orleans Saints as one of those teams that possibly could win the Super Bowl again. What what they had. Fix up that defense a little bit more. Yeah. Now, I don't think Bill Parcells comes in and destroys anything. I think Sean Payton learned from Bill Parcells, so he comes in with the same philosophy, and they understand this for a year, but he's going to uh, demand a lot of respect from those guys and, and command that effort that you have to come on the football field with. Uh, the only reason why he's not the head coach now, there's two reasons. One, because it's a situation whereas. If he becomes a head coach, does it set him back five years up back from being a Hall of Fame coach? Everybody knows Bill Pross is a Hall of Fame coach. That That's recent be, history, isn't it? That should be exception to – he has two Super Bowls. He's a Hall of Fame coach. Yeah, when was the last one? Whenever it was, I don't know, uh, was it Giants? Yeah. But he's been to more than two. He's a Hall of Fame coach. Now you want to see this? Is I'm just saying
3: he's just med- he's just he's just muddying up his resume every time he goes to Miami or to Buffalo or like yeah.
2: wherever he goes. It doesn't take away from what he's done. But you talk about muddying up his uh, resume. At the same time, he it's not anything like I'm getting DUIs or you you muddy up your resume. You getting DUIs? You are doing some alter field stuff? That's when guys muddy up their resume like. Like baseball guys, lying to the con- uh, congressional hearings, doing that stuff. you in the Hall of Fame. Then you have that situation at the end of your career, and now teams won't let you in. Pete Rose is a Hall of Famer uh, because he's betting and gambling. He still should be in the Hall of Fame in my book. Okay, Bill Paul says he's not in right now. It's not a decision. Uh, it's not a side-sealed and delivered because if he comes in, he has to wait another five years. I don't think that's right. I think there should be an exception to a 70-year-old guy being – going right into the Hall of Fame or not taking uh, another five years away from him to get into the Hall of Fame. Two, there's a Rooney rule where you have to at least um, interview a minority coach, whichever minority that is. Uh, I'm trying to figure out. And by minority, I mean there's more than one thing as opposed to the other at the coaching, um, at the head coaching start in the National Football League. You have to interview one. I don't know if you, uh, and then Peyton, Sean Peyton has to be a part of that. I don't know. What's the process for that? Because if he's suspended, he can't be a process, a part of the process of hiring that coach. Apparently he can because that's all he's been talking about. <laughs> well, so. he's not suspended yet. I mean, when he, I think his timeline is probably another two weeks. And if he uh, appeals the suspension, he probably gets another three or four if weeks. If you're suspended, you are not allowed to be with the team. Yeah, so he's not why suspended should... yet. Okay. It, it doesn't take an effect. Until the beginning of the season? Yeah, I think... uh, Or until mini mini camps. I want to say, I'm not sure on that, but I want to say, I I do know he's not suspended right now, uh, but he has suspension over his head. So what happens if they bring Parcells in and they win the Super Bowl? Sean Payton gets his job back. Why? Why not? He built that team.
3: I'm just saying. Well, it was the same same team last year. It was the the same
2: team last year, and they were close. And this is why they're bringing
3: in the old man instead of bringing in Tony Dungy, who will coach again. He will get the itch. You have and, and talk about the Rooney rule. You have uh, Dungy and Herm Edwards just sitting on the bench doing their
2: doing their. Uh, Herm moti- Edwards needs to sit on a bench.
3: Doing their motivational speaking,
2: but there you don't think Tony Dungy can bring that defense in and have them win? But see, that to answer your question, that's what I was going to say. If Bill Parcells come in, win the Super Bowl, what was the significant changes that were made? The offense is still coach, be good. No, it's the defense. It's the defense. So if you can, can s- put more, if you can make that defense play, they're going to play the same way. It's going to look like they still got have bounties. You're supposed to play that way anyway, but don't just uh, specifically pick out a guy and say, I'm putting you out of the game. Whoever plays to put a guy to end a guy's career shouldn't be in the national football league. Now, go out there and hit him hard as you can within the rules and then let that be your defense. Be an aggressive attacking defense and smart at the same time. You, you, you talk about defense and you look at it and you wanna be aggressive. If you have smart defense, these guys gonna be where they need to be. Teams gonna get yardage. They got offensive weapons also. They gonna get yardage, but you got to be able to be smart enough to keep them out that end zone by being where you're supposed to be. Now, we got to take a break. All right. We're going to come back, and we're going to talk about it. If you want to touch on that a little bit, you can. But we want to talk about Tiger Woods mm-hmm. and uh, winning the Arnold um, Palmer Invitational. We got the shell opening this week. After that, we have the Masters. Yes. Kwame Sports Can you give me tickets to the Masters? Alex Clancy. I right, can get you tickets. But it's going to cost you. We'll be back. <laughs> it's not going to me. We'll be back for the next segment.
1: your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You Dirk
2: Diggler in it right now? Yeah, that's me. <laughs> oh, welcome back to the show. That's, that's so uncomfortable. This is good music <laughs> right here. This is... I see... We should have been started the show, but this is <laughs> hey. Welcome back to Formula Sports Talk. Last segment, we're gonna talk a little bit about Tiger Woods. You want to add a little bit to the Bill Parcells?
3: No, I don't. I, I think that's it. I mean, it's just gonna be if he wins the Super Bowl, it's gonna be it's if gonna be won, funny to see
2: what happens. I'm just saying, if he maybe, won, maybe they'll bring him on as a defensive coordinator. Like maybe something will happen. But you talking about he's muddying up his career. But if he wins the Super Bowl, then congratulations, Sean Payton, for hiring this guy. Now you my general manager. Cause you can bring yeah in for coach. a
3: year and then I retire four games in and then that'll be it just like he's
2: done forty six times before this hey when you win some Super Bowls he's a you can fickle do fickle man hey well, he's a smart guy he can win he can get your team to the Super Bowl and win that's that's fine with me okay. uh, the players got at some point got to take over the players at some point have to get to the the big game and say okay my coaching is done here what are you going to do. This chance of your life. Well, I mean, you the
3: offense—it's—it's it's like a Ferrari. You just gotta polish it and then just let it go, and mm-hmm. that's—that's all—that's all that he does. I mean, that's the
2: easiest job in the world, the offensive coordinator for them. Okay. Well, Tiger Woods wins the uh, Arnold Palmer invitation. Uh, sorry about Arnold Palmer not being there at the end because he yeah. had a high blood pressure situation. I don't know. Hey, he was on some new medicine. I think that was the story. He—he he got on some new medicine, so it raises blood pressure. And I think high blood pressures is one of—I think that kills more people than AIDS. It's I, what I'm hearing. You, I, I you, can look up the stats on that. I don't know. You don't know? I don't know. You don't have neither one of them? No, I don't like to think about it. You don't ha- You don't have like no. to think about high blood pressure? No. Or high
3: AIDS. Really? I'm asking you. No, I don't. Thank you.
2: <laughs> you don't what? like to think about it? No, I don't. Correct, because I don't have it. I, what are you talking about? I'm not asking you. Anyway, on a problem. Yeah, back to it. <laughs> It's a variety show now. I, I, it is, man. You look. This, this is still. Look. I'm working on the show. A round table show where everybody comes in. And we just talk about everything. Okay, sports always lead into real life situations. Arnold Palmer has high blood pressure because of some new medication he was taking. Uh, Tiger Woods, winning his uh, tournament. He wasn't able to shake his hand. Man, that's true. This is a tournament he won seven times. Most Nuts. In, yeah, no, that's crazy. Well, when you can, even when you win it two times, you have a layer of the land. You it, the course is just, and as he say, or most golfers say, or or whatever you do in life. Some things just feel natural. It just fits your eye. You can see it a lot better than others. It's kind of like the bag of vans. You see when you see that was putts, the lines drawn out. That Mm -hmm. actually does happen. But he won this event seven times. And prior to this event and the situations he'd been going through, not back two years ago, Mm -hmm. he has shown improvement. Tiger Woods has changed his golf swing three times. And everybody complained for the first two times. Why is he doing this? He's winning games. It's something that great guys do uh, in their profession, whether that be sports or not, that they can see down a road that a lot of people can't see because we are from the outside thinking, like, this guy's already as good. What are you changing that's not broke? But you see uh, architects building courses for you to um, tiger-proof you, uh, and then it only affects you at some point, but you're getting ahead of the curve. I painted my putter red because I'm ahead of the curve. a <laughs> has to. a they went, they had black, they went white, the next color has to be red. I'm ahead of the curve. So Tiger Woods and – Thank you for that, Jim. I Yeah, and putting, putting myself in the same category as Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods is ahead of the curve. He can see the future. What do you make of this win, though? And it's the seventh win at that place uh, for this guy. Is he – I won't say he's back. I'll say he's on track for the, yeah. for the Masters. And the Masters, he's is another place that fits his eye. Well,
3: I mean, this – you know, it was a convincing win. I mean, uh,
2: Graham McDowell helped him out by double bogeying in the first hole. Oh my god. Or went bogey bogey, it was one of the two. Uh pressure. Pressure. Yeah. The Tiger Woods don't have that pressure on the first hole. Graham McDowell is not a he's not a nervous guy, but on that first hole, I'm only one back and all I have to do is par out and, and stay with Tiger. Maybe Tiger changes the game because of the situation he's been in. Tiger never has pressure on Sunday on the first hole. There's nobody in the top fourteen that
3: shot uh, that broke 70. No. And Tiger, Tiger, shot 70. I think three or four other people did. But you have to go down to the guy. To Brian Harmon shot 68. Is the only person that broke 70. So the course was playing really difficult. The pin placements were, were tough. And Tiger just, I mean, he went, he played par golf, and that, and that's what, you know, that's, uh, that's what you need to do. And that's why Phil Mickelson shot one under because Phil doesn't play par golf. You know, uh, just on a little aside. He jumped up to sixth. In the uh, in the world of rankings, yeah. which I thought, which I was surprised. I thought it, he was he was projected for
2: seventh, but he ended up creeping into sixth. Uh, you know, I uh, Phil Mickelson never has. He's never the number one spot doesn't interest him at all. He's still going to be that top golfer. He's a Hall of Fame golfer, Phil Mickelson. Yeah, he's a Hall of Fame golfer. I don't, I don't think that top spot. What are the endorsements that you get for being number one? A lot of guys get those in their contract. You number one. Here's what you now opens up a lot of doors, here's what what you're going to get. If I'm going to give you those endorsements anyway, and I'm Phil Mickelson, you're going to get that from me anyway because you are a part of what golf is today. If you're in the field, that changes the TV uh, revenue. That changes the TV ratings along with – nobody does it better than Tiger Woods and and, uh, Jack Nicklaus. It changes the ratings. So he – I mean, he he played well. The
3: one thing that kind of made me scared a little bit, two weeks ago he limped off – that was just because he was
2: tired he might have been I, clubbing too much
3: i think that he yeah i think that he just said you know what uh the difference between thirty thousand and ninety thousand and to me is you know signing a check a, a, at a restaurant so i don't need to play this anymore yeah, either he, that either that or or i think there's a one percent to five percent possibility that he has taken steroids sometime
2: in his life let's just say the first part is what it was okay. 30, 000, ninety thousand, yeah. no different. He's not playing for himself anymore. He has a caddy that goes out and do some leg work now. When has was, he ever thought about anybody but himself? I don't know, honestly. I, I, honestly, I don't know. Um, but you, the difference between thirty thousand and nine thousand to you is one thing. But your caddy, if I got to write you ten percent of ninety thousand it's better than writing you ten percent of thirty thousand. Yeah, so, uh, his his caddy made uh, hundred and eight thousand uh, this
3: past weekend, so I think
2: I think he'd be fine for four days' work. I think that's pretty good. Four days' work, but them bags are heavy. You got to Them bags are heavy. You got <laughs> to do a lot of work, man. You don't, don't think this caddy is an easy job. Now you come caddy for me, walk. They talk for a lot though. Like I don't remember seeing Steve Williams and him talk as much as these caddies. Maybe because yeah, they might.
3: Well, no, maybe because they mic it up now, so you actually. Maybe because see- Steve
2: Williams is an idiot, and we saying that about him now because he's no longer Wood Tiger. But them guys used to talk all the time. I think well, they. I'm I think sure they had. They're... You know, sometimes you can talk without saying a word. Yeah. I think Tiger and Steve Woods had that. Had that. Um. Those conversations. What I didn't know
3: was that this this caddy was um was a Freddie Couples'
2: caddy yeah. for like twenty years. He won this tournament with Freddie Couples twenty years ago. We'll see. That hundred thousand is worth it. That guy puts in work. He Tiger was actually uh, referred to him when he needed to make a putt because he never he haven't done it in a long time. He went to this guy and said. Uh, What do you think about this putt, that putt? How is it going to break? And the, the, the new Tiger, the reason why
3: he changes his, I think, first of all, he changes swing because he's bored.
2: After oh, winning all those man.
3: majors, li- back, back, back before, he- before his knee injury, uh-huh. he's bored. He's just like, you know what? Okay, I've perfected this. Let's let's um let's make my strength something else. He was never number one in driving. He was never number one in fairways hit. He was never number one in greens and regulation. But he always won. So he was the best scrambler on the tour. Now he was number one in driving. Number one in greens, like number greens one in of everything.
2: Re- greens and regulation, he was number one. Uh, yeah, and but, I, he you was know, towards I the top In putting also. It's you, just, who is this guy? Some guys can't scramble. Well, some guys just play that robotic. Golf, uh, tee to green, fairways. Like Jim Fury. Yeah, Jim Fury. I like but, Jim Fury. Yeah, I know,
3: but he doesn't have the distance to ever really be an elite golfer. Right. I mean, so he's
2: he's always there, so he can't be in trouble because he doesn't have that distance. But he's a he's a consistent player, like you said. He's always there. Like he's uh, his
3: driver two sixty dead fairway instead of three thirty in the first cut. I yeah. mean, it's
2: just like there's there's some courses out there where Jim Fury will win without a doubt. He will win because it fits his out. And some guys just hit longer. Even when I play from the back tee box and I move up one, my game changes. Even though I've changed his club, it changes for some reason or another. And then, and then the opposite you have Bubba Watson, who isn't really polished at all, but he hits the hell out of the ball. He's a uh, 320 yards yeah, just, with, with a driver off the deck. Yeah, In, uh, inc- yeah, inc- incredible. Yeah, uh, but but he's not polished at all. So like real Furyk quickly is, is um. Tiger Woods' chances. What are his chances for the Masters? there, I mean, yeah, cause it's kind of it's kind of ve- crazy question because he's been there plenty of times, and then we've just seen him win. Uh, we've seen him the pr- work in progress up until last week. Thirty
3: seconds left. Vegas has him four to one. I I'm taking the field. I don't think he's ready yet, even who, though he knows that. I think it's going to be. Who wins I, think, the I think I like, Ro- Rory. I think Rory and Phil will be there. I think Rory, I Phil think Tiger, and, Tiger, and Tiger somebody be, else. Tiger will be top fifteen, top twenty. If he doesn't put up a seventy-eight,
2: top 15. first round. Yeah, if he doesn't put up a seventy-five or seventy-eight in the first round, he'll be there. I think Tiger shoots a seventy-two and he stays in hunt till Sunday. Kwame the sports talk. Alex Clancy in the studio. Check out the fan pages. Don't forget to check out Deborah Debris Down and Dirty with Deborah next week. YourClearEdge.com. We'll be back next week. Bye bye. <laughs>